Joining me right now on the Knockout Sports Show podcast is the head coach of the Great Falls Bison. It is Mark Sampson as his team gets ready to take on the Helena High Bengals in the week one action of the Class AA football season. It is finally time. Coach, it is great to chat with you once again. Uh, I, I can't imagine how excited you are. I'm excited that we're finally talking about games. We're talking about real action. We're talking about your team hitting somebody else other than your team. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh there's something special in the fall about opening week. Uh been doing this for a long time, but you still get very excited about it. The kids are excited about it. You know, school has started, at least for most high schools and uh if any time of the year there's not a better quote unquote game week than opening week in, in football. Coach, let's start here before we dive into your matchup against the LI Bengals. Obviously you guys have had camp, uh you wrapped that up last week, you guys had your scrimmage as well. How did what did, or what did you take away from camp overall? Well, I thought we had a good camp. You know, we battled a little bit of the elements for the weather and the heat and smoke and stuff for a few days. But uh, I thought our camp went well. Uh, we came out of it healthy. Um, I think this group of kids have have, have uh, done a great job of, of preparing themselves for the football season. You know, time they spent in the weight room and things like that, getting in shape for the fall and. Um, the camp went well. Uh, we got a lot of things done. Um, uh, the, the depth chart has been, you know, determined after uh, after last uh, Friday scrimmage and stuff like that. And uh, um, it did. I thought it went well. And we had uh, several players that I thought stood out and, and actually either met my expectations or exceeded my expectations. So it was it was a it was a good pre-fall camp for us. Well, Coach, let's talk about that. Who are some of those guys that exceeds your expectations? Well, obviously, we have some very, very good football players. You know, Reed Harris, you know, he's up there, obviously, with, with anyone right now, and, and Reed had a good pre-fall. Um, Ryan Crea, I thought, uh, did some really nice things for us, playing both linebacker and running back. He, You can see he's, he's gained a step or two in his speed. He just looks better running the ball. He hits the holes harder. Um, defense, he's all over the field. Um, you know, Zach Newton, steadiest player I've had at O-line and D-line now for years. He's just, he's an animal. He's, he's a great football player right now. Um, done a great job of leadership. Um, you know, a couple kids that kind of stood out for me, I thought, last week and then when we go through the scrimmage even this week. Um, we have a kid by the name of Rafe Longen who's playing running back and outside linebacker for us. Had a great pre-fall. I mean, he is, he's getting to be a really, really good football player. Uh, about 175 pounds maybe, but fast, really fast. Um, the other kid that has had a really, really good pre-fall for us was Debron Brewer, who last year started at corner. Initially moved to safety. Uh, he's one of our uh, captains, but Devron's had a really nice pre-fall too. And then there's other, you know, the, the thing is going is here, and I told you this earlier, Anthony, that, um, has some questions on the offensive line because Newton's coming back. He's, he's the only kid coming back that started. Mm-hmm. So we have to plug in four kids, but, uh, we have figured that out and we're going to be young. Uh, we're going to be young up front, but, um, we have found some bodies and we've got some depth there and, uh, um, I, I, I think we're going to be better than I expected. Maybe we'll we'll get better every week because these younger kids will get better every week. Um, uh, you know, and then again, like I said, even on the defensive line, uh, young man by the name Wyatt Devos, he's about a 205, 210 pound defensive end. He's a junior. 
Uh, he had a great pre-fall. Really, really good player. Tough kid and he's strong. Um, so we have got the kids in place. I mean, we do. We have the kids in place. Um, you know, we're like every other double-A team. Honestly, in this day and age, we're a little bit thin, maybe at a couple spots, but we've spent a good deal of time making sure we get the right kids plugged in at every position. Um, so I, I think we're going to be pretty darn good this year. Coach, let's dig into your matchup and against Helena High. You guys will host the Bengals this Friday night at Memorial Stadium to open up the season. Um, just starting with the matchup, what do you think about this type of game that you guys are going to have Friday night? Like I told our kids way back early in the summer, I mean, I told them I said Helena High, you know, I know a lot about Helena High, obviously, living in Helena most of my life, but knowing the things that Tony Arnston put in place in that program many, many years ago and Scott Evans you know, took over when Tony got out of the coaching racket. And, and uh, you know, they're a team that has a tradition and they have a history. They, they've won a lot. They're usually they're usually in the top eight, the top four almost every year. Um, this year, uh, you look at some of the talent they have. Um, you know, they've got three or four players that are actually three or four better players in the state of Montana, no doubt about it. Uh, their quarterback. Uh, obviously starts with, with Hewitt and then, then you, but you look down the line and, and, uh, Swerno kid at, at offensive line, defensive line, he's a really good defensive lineman. Um, the Garen kid at the cornerback and wide receiver. Um, they've got the Evans kid playing inside linebacker. He's lining up in the backfield on offense. I mean, they've got some, they've got some studs and they always seem to have some studs. Um, and that's what good programs do. I mean, they, every year they always have a set number of kids that are very, very good and, and I think this year is no exception to that. Um, it's going to be a great opener for us. It's going to really show our kids, and I guess, and honestly, I guess it will show our staff as much as anything, really where we are. And like I, I've, I've said in this program for five years, you know, early games kind of determine where you are, but it also gives us an idea, gives the kids an idea about where they have to be. And so by that I mean you look at kids that are top-flight players and programs that are top flight programs, kids will learn that this is, okay, we understand what you're saying and this is what we have to do to get to compete with those type of programs. Right now we are with the head coach of the Great Falls Bison, Mark Sampson, as we're getting his thoughts on a week one matchup against the Helena High Bengals. Coach, let me get your thoughts as you've watched film, uh, you've coached great quarterbacks, you've coached against great quarterbacks. Uh, you mentioned Caden Hewitt just a few minutes ago. When you watch him on film, what jumps out at you? Well, he's got a lively arm. There's no doubt about that. Um, he's got a rifle for an arm. I remember watching that kid as a sophomore play, and I, you know, and talking to the staff at Helena Highbury back when he was a sophomore, and, and they had high expectations of him. And um, you know, he's a he's a good quarterback. I think he sees the field well. Um, I don't know if they'll run him as much as say maybe. We might do with Reed Harris, or some teams might do with their quarterbacks. But um, you know, the experience he's had playing as many games as he had for varsity football for Helena High, and then last year, of course, you know, you get into the playoff situation and you win him in the playoffs and stuff like that. So you know, again, he's got the size, he's got the frame, you know. Um, and again, I can't I can't emphasize enough just the experience of playing under the lights on Fridays and carry into the next year and you do it again. I mean, every quarterback I ever coached, didn't matter how good they were as a junior, 
but if they've if they've started as a junior and they go into their senior year, they're just a much better quarterback that second year. Most of it is just because they're, they're comfortable. You know, they're they're not they're, they're, there's less questions in their mind. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the game mm-hmm. just comes easier for these kids that have played a lot. I think that's I think that is what people will see. Not him not being my quarterback, but I think that's what people will see out of that kid as the season continues to go on. Coach, you talked about Marcus Evans and what he does for Helena, both out of the backfield as the linebacker uh, of the defense as well. When you watch him on film, what jumps out at you? Well, he's a physical kid, you know. Um, line up inside, he likes to likes to step up and, you know, all, like all good linebackers, like to step up and make the tackles and stuff like that. You can see that he's the, obviously the, the team leader on defense. Uh, again, another kid that's played a lot of football for Helena High. He understands the system. I'm sure his dad is relying on him a lot to do a lot of things on defense. Um, it, it, when I watch him, I, I, I granted all we have, you know, I watched him on film last year, and then, again, you look at him and now as a senior, you just see a kid that's more comfortable with, this, with, with situations, and I think he does a better job of reading. I also think he understands that now I'm, I am the leader of this defense. And um, so you watch him run around, uh, Especially on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, he'll he'll always be around the football no matter where it's at. And that's that's a sign, and that's obviously that's that's what you want out of your uh, Mike linebacker, no doubt about it. Coach, you kind of talked about it earlier with Caden, so I want to kind of get your thoughts on this: is the fact that you know Reed Harris started first season last year. When you're seeing him in camp, and when you're seeing him. Uh, you know, getting ready for this game here, do you kind of see a, a similar process where he's got that experience, so now things maybe are coming a little bit easier, a little bit faster for him in terms of processing information? Yeah, I do think so. And, you know, like even look at some things we do during the summer, and then, you know, you go into fall camp, and then you start amping it up, you start doing more things in fall camp and stuff like that, like like the scrimmage last Friday night. Uh, he had a great scrimmage, um, but now that you kind of turn it up and you make it into an actual game situation, I think he accepts that a little bit better, and I think that's what he thrives on. Um, he likes, you know, it was funny before the scrimmage, he came up to me and said, am I live? And I teasingly said, well, let me check your pulse. He goes, no. He goes, am I live? <laughs> and I said, what do you want? And he goes, yeah, I want it to be alive. I, I, and I said, well, then here's the deal. I said, I'm going to tell the referees it's live on you, but I said if, if, if there's going to be a cheap shot or not even a cheap shot, but a late hit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're just exposed, I'm going to have them blow the whistle. So when he knows there's no restrictions on him, I think he's, I think he's more comfortable. It just seemed like, you know, as the scrimmage went on, he just, it just, he got in the flow and that's how he wants it to be. Um, he doesn't like to be told. Things like, well, this, you're going to be limited. We're only going to allow you to do this. He doesn't like to be told that. Um, that's kind of the competitive nature. And he reminds me a lot. I remember my son Kyle, when I coached him for all those years, sometimes I would say to Kyle, Kyle, this, no one's going to tell me. And Kyle would say, no, that's not the way I want it to be. I, I want it in a situation where I'm going 100%. I want those other kids to go 100%. Of course, of course, Kyle's argument always was, that's how I'm going to get to be a better football player. Which makes some sense, but of course, you know, as coaches, we worry so much about kids getting hurt. But, um, mm-hmm. So I think Reed, I think Reed has gotten a lot better in that respect. And I think he's got a great game plan set up that'll take advantage of what he can do in the passing game, and also, of course, what he can do running the ball. 
Coach, I know it's cliche, uh, and I know we, you've said it to me before, and like I said, you can say it for every game how crucial the battle is up front, and you talked about it. you got some new guys along the lines as well, but how key is that aspect going to be? And at the same time, giving these guys a chance, again, facing a good front uh, this weekend. Well, like I said, we, we put together, I, I think we've got, we've got some good depth up front, I think, and I think our starting five, especially on the offensive front, I think will be, uh, they're going to be a lot better, I think, than I anticipated maybe a month ago trying to figure out who's going to fit here, here, and here and stuff. Um, you know, we're not going to be exceptionally big. We've got, we got a couple kids that are decent size, but we're not exceptionally big. But, you know, assignment-wise, uh, they make very few mistakes. Um, you know, every day you got to get better on your technique and things like that. But, you know, I think these kids will understand the challenge they're facing them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not stupid. I know that a couple of these young kids, you know, first time they're starting in a varsity game and they're going to meet the lights. And it's, it's a whole lot different than just practicing at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but once they get into it, I think they're going to be fine. Um You know, I want kids to be a little bit anxious and nervous when they get into that game. If they're not, then there's something wrong. Um, and, you know, I, I just, I could tell the kids, you know, at 7 o'clock, it's your game, it's not mine. You guys got to get the job done. And uh, But I think we're going to be okay there. I do. I, I think we're going to be okay. I, I love the work ethic the kids have. and um, um, I, I, I think we'll be able to hold, hold our own against them. There's no doubt about it. Defensive line, I kind of feel the same way, too. I think we've got the right bodies, the right people in place now. You know, it's kind of come together really nicely, so... I think we're going to be okay there. I'll tell you one thing. These kids are going to make mistakes, Anthony, but they do play hard. And sometimes in high school football, that playing hard will overcome any possible mental or, you know, assignment mistake, and and that's what they do. They play hard. Mark, you talked about Zach Newton, and you're going to have him along the lines as well. How crucial is it going to be for him uh, to try and create some havoc uh, along the defensive line to really stop Helena's running game, really kind of push that and reset the line of scrimmage as well as push Caden out of the pocket. Yeah. Um, you know, we made that move when we went to the tech camp this summer and, you know, we were trying to figure out what to do on the D line. And, um, you know, Zach had been an inside linebacker for me for two years. He's about 220 pounds now and really, really strong kid. And it, he, it's almost like, Playing that tackle position is kind of natural to him. Um, mm-hmm. He's very aggressive. Uh, you know, again, he's strong. He's, he's not the biggest defensive tackle I've ever coached in my life, but in terms of his efforts and everything and how quickly he picked up that position to learn to do it right, like I said, it was almost like a natural for him. Um, but, yeah, we're going to rely on him a lot. And I think when it's all said and done, I think coaches around the state will realize that he's going to be one of the better defensive linemen in the state of Montana. Um you know, unfortunately, defensive tackles don't get a lot of glory. Most of the time, they get double teams. So, but that's good. I mean, if they're going to double team Zach, I mean, someone else is going to be left free to go. So, but I expect him to have a phenomenal year for me. I just he, he's he's a special kid. Um, he really is. He's he's a kid that's been with me now for four years, and to see his growth and development, not only as a player but as a young man. Uh, he's a phenomenal kid. I mean, smart. Um, you know, he's he's one of the school leaders. You call him what you want. Uh, he's very kind of humble in some ways, quiet. Um, but 
when 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 he steps in between those white lines, he's he's he plays the game the way it's supposed to be played, Anthony. Just tremendous. There's not a there's not a school in the state that would not want Zach Newton on their team. I mean he and again just for a lot of reasons other than just being a great football player. Right now we are chatting with the head coach of the Great Falls Bison and Mark Sampson as his team gets ready to take on the Helena High Bengals in just about 48 hours. Coach, uh, two more questions for you. And this one being, you know, you talked about the, the emotion, the anxiousness. You want to see guys kind of have that, especially in the opening week. So let me ask you, how do you handle that emotion? Because there's also the added emotion to this game because, you know, this is a great matchup. If, if we had Sunday night football or Monday night football type primetime <laughs> slots for high school football, this game would be in those slots along with it being the opening week. So how do you handle the emotion of, okay, these guys are going to be amped, also just trying to get into the first quarter flow and, and not give everything out in the first quarter? Um, you know, it's interesting when you mention that because for as good as some of these players are, um, one thing that's kind of goofy about these guys, I don't know if it's goofy, but it's different about these guys, is they don't get overly emotional and excited, which sometimes I wish they would show a little bit more emotion excitement, but um they're not they're they're not really big into that. Hmm. And, and sometimes I would look at kids and I think, you know, what is your problem? But then when you watch them play it's different. I mean when the play starts, there is that excitement, there is that emotion. But prior to that, they're kind of a quiet bunch of kids. So I don't really know what's going on inside their stomachs and inside their minds. Um, I do think though they're, I, I, I think they'll, they'll kind of let it out a little bit on Friday because it is the opener and we finally get to play football and, you know, the kids are going to be, they are, they're going to be amped up. But, you know, I don't know if the excitement is about playing hell in the high or just the excitement is that it's a home opener. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, kids, I mean, I know in this day and age, kids know what everybody else says and does on Twitter and everything, you know, on the social media thing. I understand that, but I don't hear our kids talking about Hell in the High. What I hear our kids talking about is, how do we do this better? How do we do this? Coach, how do we do this? You know, how can I get better? We get a lot more questions regarding that rather than some kids saying, well, coach, you know, what are we going to do about Hell in the High? So, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that we're overlooking them, but we're not by any stretch, but I just think the kids' attitudes are more like, we're going to take care of our own business, but what do we have to do to get better? And and I really believe if they do that, and then, but again, like I said, if they go out and work hard stuff on Friday night, you know, hopefully good things will happen for us. But um, yeah, the opening kickoff, who knows what'll happen? I mean, it could be <laughs> that that opening moment. There's a lot of brain freezes, as you know, for high school kids. So, um, but I think I, I don't know if that overly excited, overly emotional thing is really going to be. Probably the coaches will be worse than the players when it's all said that. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Coach, final question for you here is uh, you guys get ready a couple of 48 hours to, to play the Illinois Bengals here for week one. What's going to be the biggest key? What's the most crucial aspect to a game like this? Uh, you have to be solid on defense. I've always believed this in 40 years. That opening game, because there's so many unknowns, but if you can play good defense, be solid and maybe get, maybe get some turnovers. But the other thing is, and we put a lot of time into this, and I do every pre-fall, we put a lot of time into special teams. And if you don't have any mistakes in the special teams, which I know the common person in the bleachers just think you line up for punt and 
you know, you do it once or twice. And no, if you if you're solid in the special teams in the first week, and you play good defense, you know, you don't you're not giving up big plays, and you know, you can get some turnovers. Then I think I think most teams will be successful. The offense always is almost. You know, and again, it depends on what your 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 how veteran you are on your offense. But sometimes the offense will take a little bit longer to get going in the course of that first game. Um, or in, in fact, let's put it this way: to maintain a level of consistency throughout the game um, mm-hmm. than it would later on in the season. And um, so, I I think if you can if you can take care of yourself on defense and on special teams, and I think you've got a great chance to win. Obviously, you've got to score points too, but um, I'm sure that Hal and I probably feel the same way on their side of the ball. Um, it's interesting, though, in that first game, we were talking about this in, in the years I've been here and even in previous years. I think about openers where we've won or lost, and a lot of times you point to special teams. And, um, you know, there's a breakdown here, you know, re- kick return. Last year we go against Gallatin and we have a punt return for a touchdown, a kick return for a touchdown. We block a punt for a touchdown. Um, so in that regard, last a year ago, there's three touchdowns we scored in special teams. Um, and But then I also think on the other end where I've lost some openers where we failed something on special teams. And you look at the score of the game, it's 20-27. The reason you lost is because you had a field goal attempt blocked or a PAT blocked or you gave up a touchdown on a kickoff return. So this special teams, if, if anything keeps me awake at night, is making sure we do special teams right. We cover that aspect of it. And then you know, the other, the other things will take care of themselves. My featured guest, the head coach of the Great Falls Bison, Mark Sampson, as his team gets ready to take on the Helen High Bengals. Coach, always a pleasure. Really appreciate the time as well. Uh, best of luck to you and the team this weekend, and look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Okay, buddy?